mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, it's Kayla. Candace isn't able to join us today, but we are all still so directionally challenged. We thought we'd have it all figured out by the time we were in our 30s, but surprise if we don't. And that's okay. It is okay. And are you okay? How are you doing? Because we are smack dab in the middle of the holidays already. How did that happen? I honestly, I don't know. We've all found ourselves probably in some weird, awkward situations, maybe some awkward conversations with friends or at family gatherings. Maybe we have a nosy uncle who's asking super personal questions that we don't want to answer or someone, you know, a cousin who maybe manages to dump all their problems on us at every party. Enough is enough. We need to get strategies to create better boundaries. And this is a way that we can have better relationships. So we can keep these strategies in our back pocket for these awkward situations. And we can have really good relationships with our families. We have a wonderful guest joining us today to help us with all this. We have Terry Cole. She is a licensed psychotherapist, global leading relationship expert and author of the best-selling book, Boundary Boss, The Essential Guide to Talk True, Be Seen, and Finally Live Free. Terry's approach combines the best of practical psychology and Eastern mindfulness practices. She has a gift for making complex psychological concepts accessible and then actionable so that clients and students and we can achieve sustainable change. You've seen her on a lot of different fun television shows. She has a TED Talk. She's done The Lisa Oz Show, Real Housewives, A&E's Monster-in-Law, and she has a weekly radio show on Hay House. Plus, she's a regular contributor to The Huffington Post, 
The Daily Love, Well and Good, and has been featured in Italian L, Forbes, Origin, Vogue, and so many other things. So without further ado, let's get some great advice from our guest, Terry Cole. And I am here with Terry Cole. Terry, you are a licensed psychotherapist, a global leading relationship expert and author of Boundary Boss, The Essential Guide to Talk True, Be Seen, and Finally Live Free. This all sounds so needed. And we all need more of this in our lives, especially during the holidays. I mean, we're going to dive right into that. But before we do, I just want to know, at what point in your life did you realize that you needed all of these boundaries set to flourish? Because I am in my late 30s and I'm realizing I don't have these set yet. I was definitely in my 20s when I was experiencing a lot of pain. I'd, I'd been in therapy since I was 19. I stopped drinking when I was 21. So that made me be really wide awake in life in a way that was quite frightening <laughs> because I'd been sort of numbing myself right, with alcohol. And I didn't know that the pain that I was in in my 20s and my relationships, I felt a lot of resentment. I felt taken advantage of. I felt like people were entitled. Like I had all of these stories about others and it was causing me a lot of pain. I didn't realize that it was that I just was a boundary disaster. I didn't know what that was. And so once I, I had a therapist, of course, who I'd been in therapy with for a long time, helped me really understand what was going on. I became so empowered and then I became obsessed with helping others. And I became a psychotherapist. I had been a talent agent for years before I became a psychotherapist. And entertainment, not a hotbed of mental health, obviously. <laughs> I mean, is anything a hotbed of mental health? But that's really not. And so that also, I knew I needed to get out of that business because I had gotten too healthy. Like I couldn't play the game. I couldn't keep pretending. I couldn't like suck it up and take another one for the team because I had gone from being a people pleaser to a more authentically honest, like someone who could talk true, as the subtitle of the book says. And that does, you know, that's entertainment is not like the place that, where you're probably going to do that. No, so I, not not you know, always. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> or like, P.S. never. Like, no, nobody wants that. You know what I mean? But then when I became a psychotherapist and started with my practice, I attracted women who were mostly women who were a lot like me, very ambitious, really big careers. I mean, from like international pop stars to like, you know, Broadway stars, like all of these people who were doing extraordinary work. But what I saw is they had the same problems. And when I was able to sort of follow the dots backwards, I was like, oh my God, nobody knows what boundaries are. And then 20, Five years later, I wrote a book. <laughs> right. Okay. So then let's talk about how important these boundaries are because, you know, it always in life. But like we said, this holiday season, it feels like people will be seeing family and friends and maybe even have some family staying in the house. I mean, these are boundaries that need to be set to have a good holiday experience. Yeah. Well, first, let's establish, according to Terry Cole, what are boundaries? So I want you to think of them as your own personal rules of engagement. It's how we let other people know what's okay with us and what's not okay with us. Your boundaries are made up of your preferences, your desires, your limits, and your non-negotiables, like your deal breakers. Those things, you can't just know them. You have to know them and have the ability to communicate them. That's what being a boundary boss is, is becoming masterful at those things and the ability to communicate them. So I'm assuming you mean in communicating verbal and nonverbal, <laughs> right? Because those yeah. are two I completely mean, different things. Yes, that's actually Caitlin's a really good point. I do mean with words. So I mean with words, but I also do talk quite a bit. And I, I teach this in my courses and in my mastermind about body language. How do we use our body language to support and strengthen our boundaries? So if you have someone in your office, let's say, who's always commenting on how great you look in those pants, you know, like fucking Bob from accounting or whoever, and you don't like that, there's a, there's a way that you can approach that person that is that supports 
you're not liking it. So with that person, you're not going to lean in towards them and being like, hello, Bob from accounting. You're going to be more closed off. You're going to maybe cross your arms in front of you to protect yourself. And you're also going to say, oh, hey, Bob, I have a simple request. We have a great working relationship and I appreciate you. Please stop commenting on how I look at my clothing because it makes me uncomfortable. I know. It's funny, though. It seems so simple. It does. It seems like, oh, okay, I can just do that. But if I'm in the moment right there, I'm going to tell myself, okay, you got to say something to Bob. You got to do it. But why is it so difficult to do that for some? Well, I assume it. I know it's personally difficult for me. I'm, I'm assuming it's quite difficult for a lot of people. I mean, you wrote a whole book on it. We all need this, right? Absolutely. And here, this is the reason why talking about it like we're doing today and being proactive. So what I teach you, the way I walk you through it, is that you wouldn't just wait until the next time Bob said something. You would go, oh, look, in the book, I can create a proactive boundary success plan. What does that look like? That looks like, okay, who's the person? What's the problem? Oh, Bob's the person. I see him every day. The problem is he's commenting on my body and it makes me uncomfortable. That's the problem. Okay. But maybe I really like Bob. Like I actually like him. And I want to say this in a way that's not going to blast him into next week, right? I don't need to humiliate Bob. I need to give Bob some data. And then if Bob still does it, all right, that's a whole different story. But we haven't even given Bob a chance to not be a creep. We haven't even given him a chance yet. So then you go, okay, if I actually like Bob, I would start with something sweet. I call it like boundary sweeteners, something nice. That's true. I appreciate our working relationship. We've always had a good one and I appreciate that. And I'd like to make a simple request. I know you think I should be flattered by you complimenting my clothing and how I look in this or if I've lost weight, but I have to say, honestly, Bob, it really makes me uncomfortable. So can you please not? And hopefully Bob listens, right? Because yeah, then- here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing about Bob listening or not listening. Our boundary requests are a full-on win, whether Bob throws himself down a flight of stairs because we said it, or whether Bob makes the same exact comment the next day, because here's the thing, your healing and your confidence, this comes in the asserting yourself. This comes in the asking, the sharing, the giving people a chance. Of course, we'll make a decision. If Bob reacts terribly, and some people will, when you start creating boundaries, some people will want you to be the same so badly that they will just lose their minds. And we're going to talk about that when we get to the family stuff. But let's just say Bob is like, I can't believe this. Why are you so sensitive? You know, you're right. It was a compliment. Hey, Bob, I can see that you're upset right now. And I will just reiterate. It makes me uncomfortable for you to comment on my body. I'm not saying what your, what your intention was. I have no idea. I'm, I assumed you had good intentions. That doesn't mean it makes me comfortable. So if we're going to have a good working relationship, how I feel needs to matter to you. So I'm asking you to please stop. Like we can't get all discombobulated because the other person doesn't like what we said. Like you're not going to die, Kayla. You're going to be fine. Like, right. Nobody's going to like faint and die. Nobody's spontaneously shooting into flames because you told the truth instead of being a good girl going along with someone else's program, like fuck other people's programs at this point, pardon my French, but you know no, what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. I, I do know what you mean. And that this is I mean, truly just speaking from my personal experience, I think one of my lifelong lessons to learn, and I don't know why it's become so difficult still in an older age to not be a people pleaser. And I know that a lot of people feel this way as well. I've had so many conversations with friends and people I love that we've, we live in a culture and a society that idolizes self-sacrifice and ha everyone's patting you on the back because you did that. And, and it's become, it's got, gotten to the point where it's unhealthy. First of all, it was always unhealthy. So let's start there. But we learned it early. So most of us, as I say, were raised and praised for being self-abandoning codependents. Like you get so much positive feedback for giving anybody the friggin' shirt off your back, right? Oh my God, she's so amazing. She would give anyone the shirt off her back. I'm like, keep your shirt on Betty. Like, why? 
Be discerning, lady. Make a distinction. Who deserves your shirt? Not everybody. And that's the truth. So part of the mindset is first understanding that you are the way you are for so many good reasons. There's nothing wrong with you or anybody listening to this who feel, who suffers from the people-pleasing syndrome. We were raised this way. So if you don't know shit about boundaries, hi, welcome to being raised a woman. Because what we learned, so each of us has what I call your downloaded boundary blueprint. So basically, this is an unconscious paradigm for like how you relate in life to others. You know, I call your your parents, if you had parents, like they're, they're like the adults in your life, your parental impactors. So maybe you had a maternal impactor, could have been your grandmother, foster mom, whoever, who was a people pleaser. So what do you learn? You learn being a good woman means making sure everyone else is okay. And that really how you feel, honestly, doesn't matter that much, if, especially if it's negative. This, you should just suck it up. Don't, don't, don't be a, a big mouth. Don't be a troublemaker, right? What are the messages we heard? Be a good girl. Where's my happy girl? Turn that frown around. I had nobody in my life being like, tell me how you actually feel. That, right? If you don't like that, tell me all about it. No, they're like, get with the program, get good grades. Don't be promiscuous. This is, you know, I'm older than you. So this is what it was when I was being raised. Still, yeah, I feel like that's still what it is a lot of times. Yes. Be a good girl and also be nice. It was like that was the the highest virtue people could think of you is being nice. When you actually think about it, though, saying yes when you really want to say no, that shit is not being nice. That is just being dishonest. We're giving the people in our life corrupted data, corrupted information about how we feel, about who we are. And then we're like, why do I feel? So alone, I would literally have women come into my therapy practice in their sixth, seventh decade of life being like, everything's on track, money in the bank, kids all went to Ivy League schools, getting their MBAs, I'm a grandmother, I go to Soul Cycle three times a week. Why do I feel so empty? I'm like, oh, because nobody friggin' knows you because you built your life checking boxes that someone else created. That's why you feel empty. And it's an existential loneliness. At any age, when we are managing the crap out of the people in our life to make sure they're okay and nobody has a problem with anything, but in the end, people don't know you. And think about how tragic that is. How can anyone authentically love you if you never let them really authentically know you? Whoa. That's so powerful. Wow. Sorry, dead space on the air right now because I'm just digesting that. That's incredible. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so <laughs> delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix my favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. we're back. You talk about how we have these disordered boundaries growing up, right? And then how they can present themselves into our adult lives. How, how can we figure that out so that we don't end up sad and lonely and empty like that? That's a great question. The first thing you can do, there's two, two things that I, I like to share. If it's like the whole boundary setting, becoming master of is kind of new or like you're, I don't even know where to begin. The first thing we do is we're going to take a resentment inventory because where you're feeling resentment is most likely where either you need to set a boundary, a boundary is being crossed, or a need is not being met in some way for you. So you're just going to make a list. You're, you're just going to literally ask yourself, where am I feeling resentment? And you know the people, you know the players, especially this brings us back towards the family stuff. Like we know the people we resent. We know the people who we think are boundary bullies, who we may have never had a boundary conversation with once, but we think they're entitled. We think they feel, you know, that their needs are more important than ours. They're not considerate of us, you know? So you're going to write that down. And then you're going to look at what boundary is needed. What need is going unmet? What conversation do you need to have with those people in your life? And then you're going to get my book or take a course or whatever you're going to do to get the language because I have an entire chapter that's literally just scripts because people need words. That's one of the biggest things the public has asked me for years, like, help me. I get the concept. I literally don't know what to say. I'm like, okay, don't worry. I got you on the what to say part. But that's the beginning of where knowing where you need boundaries. And the second thing I want to say about this is for people who are like the auto yes folks, right? If you're an insta yes person where somebody puts you on the spot and are like, oh my God, we're doing this thing on Thursday. We'd love you to come. And like, you really feel compelled to be like, sounds great. Even though it sounds not great. And you know, 
you're not doing it. You don't want to do it. We're, we start normalizing buying time. So even in that moment, someone says, this is great. We're doing it again on Thursday. We'd love you to come. Ah, you know what? Actually, that sounds great. And I would need to check with my calendar, with my assistant, with my partner, with whomever. And I'll let you know. Just don't give an instant answer to anything because you start now training people in your life that you think it's okay for you to take a minute to think about it. I don't need to automatically give you a yes. Nobody deserves or is entitled to that. I mean, unless we're talking about minor children and, you know, important things like that, where I'm talking about in adult relationships, right? You don't have to give someone an automatic answer. And if you're doing that, and if you're very available on your phone, and if you text everyone back right away, and if you don't turn your phone off at night, or you like, we're going to start to build space around you choosing what you want to do in a mindful way. So this takes it out of the people pleasing. So, you know, there's a couple of ways that you can buy time. You can also just say, you know what? I actually, funny enough, have a 24-hour uh, decision-making policy. So I'll let you know tomorrow. Like I just made that up one day for one of my clients because she was always agreeing. And she was like, I know people are going to think I'm weird and I don't even care. I'm, I'm literally saying that to people. Right, right. I have a 24-hour decision-making policy. Right? It gives yeah, you no, space. And I'm thinking, you know, what a wonderful way to start it in the new year because people have new resolutions anyways. And if that was an easy way to blame it, like, you know what? Actually, I gave myself a resolution where I'm going to have to, I, I'll get back to you in 24 hours. I'm going to give myself 24 hours. And that's a simple way to say, hey, I'm doing this for me. And if you love me, you'll support me. Yep. Or, or here's the thing. I don't need your effing support. <laughs> True. Like, okay. Here's the thing. I love it. I, You're taking it even further. Thank you. <laughs> I don't. And you don't. Because here's the thing. If I say to you, I'll let you know in 24 hours. And you go, no, I need to know right now. And people will say that. And if they do, I say, oh, if you need to know right now, then it's a definite no. Because I don't make decisions on the fly. Like poor planning on your part does not constitute an emergency for me. So no. And people will use that. Salespeople, of course, use that pressure crap all the time. But mostly in your life, you're not going to have people you have relationships with being that aggressive. And if they do actually need an answer right away, it's really fine to say no. You know, the same way, if we're going back to the holidays for a minute, the same way, you know, there's that saying, you don't have to go to every fight you're invited to. Oh, you know what? You don't have to go to every friggin' holiday party you're invited to either. And to take that a step further, I was reading an article where a lot of people feel like they have to go spend the holidays with their parents. And this is an issue so many people, because they get guilt tripped or they've been doing it for years. And at what point do you stop doing that? And all, and all of all of those things. The holidays are supposed to be fun, but they're supposed to be fun for you. So how can we take back our own holiday without hurting people's feelings? Because that is a big one. You know, it's, you if you love the person, and I'm speaking for myself, and you can totally blast me and correct me because I'm sure what I'm saying is not, is needs help. But if you love the person, you do want to make sure that they feel okay with your, with, no, yeah, I can, t I can already tell you guys can't see your face, but I'm in trouble already. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. It's, you cannot, it is not your responsibility to make sure that someone else is okay. You can't do it. Like it's actually humanly impossible. So that won't be our goal. Our goal will be to be as kind and honest and compassionate as we can. And you can always set boundaries and tell the truth, set a limit, make a simple request with love and kindness when it's appropriate right? You could do it with a little more heat if it's Bob from accounting, right? I mean, it don't, you don't have to do it with love with Bob, but with your family, because that's what we're talking about. There is so much in between being caustic and rude and mean and rejecting and complying with what other, other people want us to do to keep the peace. So telling, you know the truth in your heart. If you don't want to go home, for the holidays. Then you have to think to yourself now, 
well, what am I going to do now? Maybe it's, maybe it's late in the day for someone this year. I don't think so. I think you can make a spontaneous decision to take a trip and say, hey, I know this isn't what I normally do, but I'm changing things up. Um, and I'm not going to be coming home on the 24th. Let's say it's a Christmas thing, but I'll come home in February. So can we celebrate together in February? I would love that. Like, I'm not saying we're never seeing them again. I'm saying they are not going to like that. And that will not kill them or you. And what ends up happening is the more we, you know, the difference between, you know, I, I had a therapy clients who would be confused. They'd be in a relationship and be like, I don't know what my problem is. I don't know why, like we're so compatible and yet I don't know what, what is missing. And I'm like, are you compatible or are you just compliant? And they'd be like, oh crap. I'm just compliant. I'm just doing what they want me to do. Like I do everything that they want to do. So there's no problems, but I'm unsatisfied. I'm like, yeah, that's not compatibility. That's a confusion though, that is made all the time. So my thought is there has to be a point when we take responsibility for our own desires, our own wishes. Of course, you're going to compromise in life. If you're in a family system, if you're in a marriage, if you're in a long-term relationship, I'm not talking about not compromising. But when we compromise to the point when it's a people-pleasing compromise, when it's compromise that is fueled by fear, that's not compromise. That's compulsive, right? Like that's, I want to compulsively avoid a hard conversation. So I'm just going to do all the things that my folks want me to do or whoever wants me to do. But then what happens? That's like getting on the slow boat to Bitterland because you will only end up pissed, angry, resentful, and then flipping it on them. I can't believe how entitled they are after everything I've done for them. You know, one of my, I have a great story. One of my friends got married and she lived in the same town as her mother and her mother was kind of narcissistic and intrusive and blah, blah. and you know, controlling and all the things. And the first Christmas that she was with just her husband, and she always spent the holidays because that was the family that was near them. They always spent the holidays with her mother and that extended family, whatever. And the first year that they were married, they did Christmas and Thanksgiving alone. And they were like, they're in the same town. And the mother's like, uh, I don't get it. She's like, you know, it's amazing. You don't have to. And I love you. And we'll see you Saturday. We're not seeing you Thursday because Mike and I are having this first married Thanksgiving, just the two of us, because that's what we want to do. And then Christmas was exactly the same. She's like, I won't see you Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, but let's celebrate the Wednesday after. And like her mother was first pissed and she was also like, she's going to get over it. And what she was doing was establishing like, you know what? This is a new time. I'm going to be doing something different because I'm going to be having kids soon. And I'm not revolving that around what my mother wants us to do. I'm revolving it around me being the central female figure in this family we are building. And people, the new normal, the thing that blows my mind with my therapy clients who are so courageous and the people in my courses is that the new normal will arrive. It will happen. Like, you'll be so shocked if you do it this year and you go, I want to travel. People are upset. They're mad. You can say it, mom. I understand that you do. You wish I was not making this decision. I see that this is painful for you and I love you. And it's still something I need to do for myself. So I hope that you will agree to get together with me on February 1st, because that's when I'm free to come. And I think we can have a wonderful time, mom. It's the same thing with staying in hotels. People who were like, I'm going home. I don't want to stay in my family house. But my parents will be offended if I was like, listen, your parents will be offended for like 20 minutes or maybe two days or maybe your father will never speak to you again. I have no idea. But you have to decide how important is that to you? Is that a deal breaker? The reason why I have boundaries broken up into preferences, which are not that as important, right? I prefer tea over coffee, coffee over tea, whatever. Desires, that's something you want more than a preference. Limits, meaning I, I can only do this, or the deal breakers. So if going home 
and trying to stay in your bedroom from high school with your husband or girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever really doesn't work for you and makes it not a vacation for you, then you have to have the courage to say, mom, I'm grown up. I don't want to stay in a twin bed. I don't want to stay in a blow up mattress. Or even if their house is huge and you could be very comfortable, I want to be alone with my person. It's not about you, mom. I love you. We're going to spend tons of time with you. It's about me. And I will ask you to respect my decision because it's mine to make. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. we're back. Well, and what I'm noticing as you're delivering all of these, because, you know, you say people need words, right? And so you're giving us our words. And I'm so grateful for that. But there is a love and compassion and a gentleness, but also a very firm that it's been decided. This is the decision. And it seems like the the perfect sense of delivery, if we're going to discuss delivery for just a minute, is you know, that balance between the two. Is there anything else we need to know when we're doing this? Yes. When, when you're doing your proactive boundary success plan, the first thing is figure it's, it's so good. It's just steps. It's like, if you can read, you can do it. Right. So you first go, all right, what is the boundary? The boundary is I need to tell my parents we're staying in a hotel when we come visit them. We're still coming to visit them, but we're staying in a hotel. Okay. Then the next thing is you look at the players. You're like, okay, my father's a hothead. My mother's more calm and I have a better relationship with my mother. I think she's the one I'm, I'm going to tell her that that's how, that's how it is. Like, especially if you talk to her the most, when's the best time to talk to her? Well, she's not a morning person, so I'm not going to call her at 7am. Talk to her. Right. Right. Like we just go, what would be a time when we think it would be received and the way that we can deliver it in sort of that loving way. And then you figure out your script. You actually figure out the words that you're going to say, and I give you a whole list of words you can choose from, and starting, especially if it's your mom and you love her, you start with sweetness. I love that we have this tradition. I love spending time with you. And this year, John and I are staying in a hotel and probably all the year is coming because it's more of a vacation for me. I'm more comfortable. I mean, I had to tell my mother, I was like, mom, the beds in your house suck. If you really want people to visit, get new beds, man. But if not, I will visit you and stay somewhere else. And, you know, she was like, oh, I'm not getting new beds. I was like, right, you're too cheap. And I'm staying in a hotel. Like, I mean, we, we came to an agreement, though, on it. It was also they were twin beds. Come on. No, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm staying in a twin bed with my husband, even though I like him a lot. But no. <laughs> but it's sort of like you can approach it at the right time. But once you have your script down. And it doesn't mean you have to say it word for word, but you want to get the words in your body. 
So you're going to role play with a friend or just do it in the mirror. Say it a few times so that when you're in that moment and you're feeling anxious or you feel like, you know, maybe fight, flight, freeze, fawn is happening. You're having this kind of a threatened reaction. You will still have the words. They will still come out. It may not come out perfectly, right? In the beginning, it may be like sweating. You may get upset. But the reason why I want you to practice though is because if you're not used to talking true, as I call it, it can be emotional. It can make you feel like crying. Even though you're not really sad, you're just jacked up emotionally. I mean, maybe you're sad, I don't know. But the more we get it in our body, the easier it is when the moment comes for it to just flow. And then I have this thing that I always say before I have a conversation with someone and before I go on any stage and before I go on anything, I'm so happy and grateful now. The right and perfect words flow with ease and grace. I'm so happy and grateful now. The right and perfect words flow with ease and grace. And it's like I visualize myself like a conduit, right? It's uh-huh. just allowing the right words to come when they need. Yeah, that's great. I mean, this is all such great advice and so needed. I I mean, I this entire time I'm soaking up everything. I think I'm exactly someone that needs this book. So I'm so grateful that you came. And I'm so happy and grateful that, that you came into my life. <laughs> I truly, I mean that because I think so many of us suffer from this, myself included. And I'm wondering if if you can, are, is there one specific boundary mistake that people make when they come to you? What is there one big one that people make all the time? Yeah. I mean, I would say one of the biggest one, especially for my population, which are very highly capable women in particular, I mean, men too, but mostly my jam is women, is over-functioning, over-giving, being people pleasers. But it's like the, the codependency aspect of disordered boundaries is really worth talking about. Because if you are a highly capable person, you probably wouldn't identify as being codependent, right? Because you're like, dependent? What? I'm making all the money. Everyone comes to me with their problems. I'm the one who fixes all the things. I don't know what you're talking about. At least that was my experience with my therapy clientele. I would notice this absolutely codependent behavioral pattern. I would say I noticed it. And they'd be like, no way, lady, not me. And then I realized, oh, my clients don't know what codependency is. Okay, so let's go from there. And I will, I'm going to give you my definition of it. But that we can't really fix all the boundary stuff if a lot of it is based on codependency, if you're not identifying as a codependent. So I created a new terminology called high-functioning codependency. Because this was what was affecting the people in my crew. And it was also my own flavor of codependency. I would never have been like, oh yeah, I'm a codependent. Because there's almost like a negative like connotation of like weakness and like need, can't make a decision and need other people or whatever. It's, you know, codependent, no more, Melody Beatty, got to be involved with an addict, all of those things that you'd be like, well, it's not me. As soon as I created high-functioning codependency, and it is different than codependency, my, my clients were like, oh my God, yes, that's me. So let's establish what codependency is. According to Terry Cole, codependency is being overly invested in the feeling states, the outcomes, the decisions, circumstances, relationships of the people in your life to the detriment of your internal peace. So something terrible happening to your best friend literally feels like it's happening to you. So when people go, I don't know, I'm like, you do know. I want you to check your urgency. When someone has a problem, what is the urgency you feel inside of you? How compelled do you feel to find a solution for them, to help ease their suffering, to give them ideas and advice and things that you've done in the past and all of those things? Like how, how quickly does their problem become your problem? That's codependency. And the high functioning piece is that you're so effing capable, you make it look easy. 
people don't know. <laughs> they don't know you're suffering or you're exhausted or you're internally wanting to quit, right? They're like, oh, Kayla's got it. She's got it. She's, she's good. Don't, don't worry about her. She's always okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you know me. You're, I mean, clearly, <laughs> yeah. I'm just realizing that there, that element of the high-functioning is is key because you do think, oh, if I've got it all together and I can do all this, then I, I'm not codependent. But right. yeah. But think about codependency as the, like the foundation of codependency is disordered boundaries. Because when we really get to it, codependency, codependent behavior is an overt or covert bid to control other people's outcomes. Hmm. So it's all about control then? Sadly, yes. Oh, and love. Wow. I mean, of course, listen, there's love in there too. We care about okay. people, obviously. Okay. But we don't want the friend making the mistake. We cover for the person who didn't go to work because they were wasted because we don't want them getting fired. We pay the rent of the cousin who, because if I don't, they're going to be evicted. I mean, what could I do? Uh, well, you could have said, actually, I have a no lending policy. I'm sorry. It's not personal. I just don't lend money to anyone because this is how I protect my relationships. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is this. I'm, I'm processing so much because I'm realizing how much I, I need this. So can I ask then why is it so hard to do what's best for our, ourselves? I'm so caught up sometimes in pleasing others. And I know it's okay to I, I know I need to stop doing that. But I can't seem to do that. Well, listen, you were trained this way. And we were outwardly focused. We were trained to be outwardly focused. So many of us, because I was trained the same way, I mean, I identify as being an empath, being a highly sensitive person. I mean, I could see the slightest change on someone's face if they don't like what I'm saying. And when I was a chameleon, I could just dodge into something else that would be more pleasing, right? I could, I'm looking, I could look, I could scan a room. And you know, if there's one angry or un unhappy person in that room, you are like, Zoop, I'm dialed into that. What can I do to make that explosion not happen, right? So these can be your superpowers, knowing other people, being attuned. It's why I became a psychotherapist. It's, but you will only be, if you don't handle the boundary stuff, which includes all the stuff we're talking about, there's almost like a glass ceiling of our own making because we will only ever be so successful or so satisfied in that success if we have disordered boundaries, if we're over-functioning, if we're over-giving, if we're over-feeling, if we're saying yes when we want to say no, if we're doing all the things for all the people and secretly building a resentment cabinet like the size of China, you know? like. There's no good place where that's going to go. And so your success, even if you're wildly successful, because I've got super high profile clients who are the most, you know, people are like, oh my God, they've got all the money in the world. They're hugely famous. They must be happy. I'm like, no, they suffer from the exact same things that every other high functioning woman I've ever known suffers from, but it's not fatal. And that's the important message here, okay, is that it's not fatal. You, this is a language. You wouldn't feel bad about yourself if you weren't like friggin' fluent in Mandarin because nobody taught you. You'd be like, oh, I need a teacher. Maybe I should get some babble tapes or whatever, right? I should, I can learn. This is the same thing. Sometimes you just need a damn good coach or teacher to walk you through. Hence mm -hmm. why I wrote a damn book about it. Right, right. Well, I'm so glad you did. And I could not have, we couldn't have met each other at a better time in life because like I said, I do feel like the holidays are coming up and it's definitely in my life and I'm sure a lot of our listeners' lives as well, having to have these uncomfortable conversations. So I am so grateful. Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. And also I really want everyone to know Terry has her own podcast as well. And this is something that I'd love to give you an opportunity to talk to us about real fast before we are gone because I... I think there's a lot of just great advice that's coming from you. Well, I've had the podcast since 2015. 
So it, there's a lot of episodes and I'm really, you know, okay, I'm just talking about the things that I'm interested in. So I put out two episodes a week, one, an interview with someone else who's whatever work they're doing is lighting me up. And one, I basically take from my listeners and my YouTube viewers, I just take topics that people want to know about. So, and a lot of it has to do with boundaries and codependency and health and love and sex and menopause. And I mean, everything. All the things, all the things, guys, <laughs> everything we need. Well, Terry, where can our listeners follow you? Because I know they're going to want to after this conversation. Please do follow me on Instagram at Terry Cole, which is T-E-R-R-I-C-O-L-E. And you can, you know, I've got a group on Facebook that's free for women called Real Love Revolution with Terry Cole. And you can just go to my website if you want to see what I'm doing, just terrycole.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Terry. You're lovely. I'm so grateful to have you. Thank you for having me. I don't know if I've ever had an interview on this podcast that felt so zeroed in on something that I needed to work on and have been actively working on in my life. I needed to hear a lot of the things that Terry Cole said. So I apologize if there were a lot of silences where I'm digesting everything, but this is something I need to work on. I have realized while prepping for this podcast episode and just in my life in general that I am a people pleaser and it can be to my detriment. So I'm so grateful for this episode. I hope that if you are out there and you have found yourself in the same situation that you were able to learn and can take some of these actionables and put them into your life, let's do this. Let's do it together because it can be hard sometimes to stand up for ourselves or change what we've already been doing and what we've trained our relationships to be. And so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. We have another great episode coming for you next week. Until then, take care. Directionally Challenged is a production of Pineapple Productions. Produced by Melissa D. Monts. Edited by Diane King. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Music by Joe King. And advertising partnership with Acast.